Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? TikTok, what's up? What's good? Uh, hey, Facebook. Hey, YouTube. What's up? Um, welcome to Tuesday night Bible study. Um, I know it's one person. It looks like it's one person, but I promise you there's two of us. Josh is going to be joining us here shortly. Um, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> He's making his grand entrance. Let's go. <laughs> I kind of did the crouch thing. That, <laughs> that, you know, that you put the finger up at church and you do, do the excuse me as you do the booty scooter side <laughs> across the oh. view. Like, I'm sorry. You got the old mothers in the church hat in the back. Be like, yes, baby, come on by. Come on by. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was funny during a uh, service because I was trying to like, I, I had to go up there and grab the little like podium yeah. thing and not podium, the stick thing. And I was just trying to be all like discreet and all like quiet and stuff. And, and Apostle Whitney's like, hey, oh my God, no, no one's supposed to see me. I'm supposed to, I'm, I'm supposed to blend in with the crowd and here are calling me out. I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's been a year. It has, it's, it has it's been, been a year. It has, it, it really has. It's, the, it's been a year since Josh and I have done a Bible study together. And thank you, uh, mom and dad, Apostle Jimmy and Whitney for allowing us uh, to be here uh, and to share the word. Thank you both. We love you all so, so very much. Um, it has been a year. Lots happened in a year. <laughs> a lot's happened. A little older, a little wiser. Yeah. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say a little bit. <laughs> if little. I grew at 1% every single day. And then, means, um, listen, no, I'm, we, I'm, I'll take it one step at a time, 1% at a time. Yeah. I'm I'm so here for it. And I'd like to think we, we've gotten a little wiser. Um, you know, if nothing else, we done grown up and glowed up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. Oh um, my gosh. And this hello to TikTok, hello to YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch. There's a lot of different players, I guess, we got going on. If you can, <laughs> like, subscribe, share. Y'all do your thing because any little bit helps. It it helps tremendously. Yeah. So we got the algorithms. The all the algorithm <laughs> bob. <laughs> I can't say it right. He says it so much better. Oh, it's not fair. I wish I could say it. So um. Do perfectly but I, there's a word i'm looking for but I just i'm not gonna find the word so dad's just move with it just mass move yeah. all right we before we jump in um you'll see that the title today is called uh sharpen on the rock cutting through the spirit of heaviness and we're gonna spend a bit of time talking about that today um but before we jump into anything we're just gonna pray and give this time over to the lord um do you want to you want to yeah, uh, Father, I just want to say thank you for just allowing us just to give this word. And as as we prayed earlier, Terry, I prayed again. I pray that this would be would be refreshing for those who yes. are just feeling downcast. Oh, Lord, that God. people's souls would be rejuvenated. That yes, there would be Lord. several people who listening to this message yes, would who went from feeling really down depressed that would be able to encourage themselves yes, in the Lord, Lord that they would be able to be strong and courageous yes, that they would be able to walk out their salvation yes, in victory and in triumph yes, and that they would be able to realize that they have the crown of faith upon them the, the, the crown of victory i'm sorry upon them and that they would be able to go throughout their their christian walk their their walk yes, with you jesus as victors and yes, as champions Lord. that the, yes, the, the the defeated and failure mentality would just be broken off in the name of jesus yes, that Lord. that people today would realize that you are our deliverer yes, you are the lord of hosts you you yes, are a warrior 
you're you're, you're serious you don't just like you, you don't take this stuff or take our issues and problems haphazardly yes, but you take you're so concerned with our life and so lord i pray that we would just be attuned to what you have to say today through us and i pray you'd speak to fran and i and also speak to everyone else who is listening to this that they'd be blessed i just want to say thank you jesus i praise you i worship you and i pray all this in jesus's name amen 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 excuse me um today's gonna today's gonna be so lit um just to give a kind of a backstory josh and i walked in um and we didn't have we had we didn't consult each other about what we were going to talk about and then we just sat down we're like all right (laughs) we'll we'll talk we'll talk about see what the lord has been ministering and then it was exactly in tandem Mm -hmm. with uh one another it was it was awesome so we just sat here for like an hour and we just talked and and josh recorded it and i was like lord you was doing you was doing some things he homie dropped the Lord is my, like, I call the Lord the home, my homie because he really is. He was like, he was dropping real, like, bombs, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, so we're going to delve into a little bit about what the Lord um, has been revealing to us, but we want to start first by um, talking about what's really been happening specific to, uh, there's been a spirit of heaviness that is trying to have been attacking not trying to have been attacking the body collectively and what we see this happening happening in the form of is that people are what we would call burnt out lord if y'all are a college student right now y'all hang on just a little bit longer y'all got listen <laughs> for all of our seat for all of our graduating seniors for 2021 god bless you y'all did it for those on tiktok if you follow and you're you're a high school senior hold on you got just a little bit longer y'all Two got this months. the <laughs> lord the lord's got you if you go to suny plattsburgh and you're watching this right now we got 11 days y'all got this we 11 11 days 11 once we got 11 days left y'all got this the lord and the lord has you um i had to just channel the inner spanish because i'm just so excited it's <laughs> only 11 days left um and uh, we won but we do bless the lord for you and we thank you for all of the and congratulations on the hard work that y'all have done there's a i thought i find that this year has been ex- extremely challenging in a lot of ways it's been rewarding in some and extremely challenging in others so if you have managed to graduate during this specific time congratulations keep up the good work good luck on your finals i would say may the curve be in your favor but the bible also does say study to show thyself approved right. so do your work um you've got a little bit longer um keep going uh but there has been a spirit of heaviness that uh, does that has been trying to attack, has been attacking the body, and what we are seeing as a byproduct of that is essentially dullness, mm-hmm. right? Um, and where we're seeing it, it's being cloaked in different ways, shapes, and form, right? We're seeing people that have a, a, a lack of drive, uh, no motivation, people that have been uh, struggling with uh, getting out of the bed in the morning. Um, yes, some of it, which are specific to symptomologies of depression, yes, but then there's a, a, an overly and gross fatigue that's consistently happening. Um, where it is where i love uh sometimes how uh, bishop jakes explained some stuff he was like i see the sunshine but it has no luster um and so mm-hmm. some of that where we're thing where people are going muted that's the word where believers are walking around muted uh and and are a shell of themselves because they have been attacked so constantly uh by the spirit of heaviness now with this doesn't mean that every time you feel your reaction to heaviness or depression is you know woe is me i, I can't do this anymore you can have a smile 
smile on your face and still be suffering from this. You can still have a smile on your face and still be walking around like everything's okay, but there's something missing and you haven't been able to place what that missing some what 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 feels off. Something doesn't feel right no matter how much you try to rest, no sleep seems to come. Or if you do go to sleep, no rest seems to come. All of which are are being are forms of attack from the spirit of heaviness. Um is there anything you want to say, Robert? I mean, it, it was it was interesting because I was reading. I do you mind if I just shared Psalm twenty five a little bit? So it. I was I was reading Psalms twenty five last night and and today, and the first few verses just really hits hits. Uh, we'll, we'll get to this, but it says, uh, "To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be ashamed. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none of those who wait." For you will be ashamed. Those who deal treacherously without cause will be ashamed. And I mean, as you're talking about people just in, in the bride in general are just are have a lot of enemies. And mm -hmm. I mean, some of them, I mean, we think all our enemies have to be physical or natural. I'm However, right. I mean, the, the enemies that people are dealing with are beyond what you can actually see. Come on. It, I mean, when, like you said, when people wake up in the morning and they see the sunshine, but there is no luster in it. And like that, this is, we're talking about the spirit of heaviness tonight. And I would say one of the biggest thing that, things that's been on the body is just that heaviness of, oh, I, I got to do this. I have to do that. They're, they're, they've lost, like the body has lost like the joy exactly. of their salvation. Exactly. And and you can see it on their face. I mean, you can see the 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 dismay on their face. And one of the symptoms of that is shame. Come on. And we were earlier today we were looking up uh the word ashamed in uh, Psalms twenty five. And this is this is one of the meanings of shame. It in the Hebrew it says it's bosh. Bosh gosh. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> but one of the definitions is to become dry. Mm. Come on, come Try. on, for real. For like real. you're in a desert and there's, there's no water, no nothing. It just, you're sapped. Come on. That it, it's, it's that fatigue that we, that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Like I, to, and that space of being uh, ashamed is also connected to being that sense of being dejected. And I will talk, we talk about it a little, mm -hmm. we'll talk about it a little bit later, but that sense of dejection comes from feeling hopeless and helpless. Like you were talking about, Hey, we, it, it's something I have to do this. I have to do that. We have lost our, so we have uh, uh, gone to a place where we have allowed the audacity. We've had the audacity to say, I have to, instead of, I get the privilege mm -hmm. to. And so what we have done is now make made mundane what is sovereign. So we, we, instead of saying, I get to come into the house of the Lord. Oh, I got today's Sunday. I got to go to church. I got to get my Jesus fixed, you know? And then we, we come into the house of the Lord and we treat common what the Lord is. The Lord is sovereign. We come in and then we treat it so commonly and, and when we, and then we sleep in the presence of it, we stay, we stay sleep in the present, in, in the presence of it. Um, like we'll look at, uh, Mark chapter 14, if, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go for it. Um, so Mark chapter 14, um, I love the story of, um, I don't love this, you know, like 
no, I'm not going to preface it. I love the story of how Jesus interacts with his disciples after they just had this big old meal. They just, they just ate Passover dinner, mm. right? Jesus broke bread with that them. Yo, that <laughs> you listen, when you, you know, when you ate, when you, the, when you know, the meal is when the meal slaps and then you have the, uh, the 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 tireds afterwards um <laughs> um but i love the way that jesus interacts with his disciples at this point because they get to the garden of gethsemane right and this is from about verse uh from uh i want to say i'm sorry it's mark, cha mark chapter 13 i'm sorry i messed i messed up um you said it was like 32 before right yeah, Mark 14. And I'll give, I'll give, there we go. My bad. It is Mark 14. I was about I knew, to say I Mark knew. 14, 32. I, I, knew, I, knew, I, I was knew. waiting for you. <laughs> my spirit knew. My spirit knew. <laughs> I was waiting for you to catch up. <laughs> All right, bet. So we're in uh, Mark chapter 14, verses, verses 32, right? So mm -hmm. they get to the Garden of Gethsemane. I'm just going to give context because this is about 10 verses long. So you're looking at 32 to about 42. They get to the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, you see in the garden, Jesus takes Peter, James, and uh, John with him. Um, and then it says, and he begins to become very distressed and troubled. This is what it says in verse 33. So to give context, he gets to the garden, he separates from the 12 and brings with him Peter, James, and John, right? Um, and then in these, in the presence of these ones, he becomes very distressed. Now we were looking up the, the, the context of the word, uh, distressed and it means terror. Yeah. Jesus was terrified. Mm -hmm. Homie was afraid. Like so much so and we knew he how much stress he was under because then later on it goes on to tell us that while jesus was praying he was praying and uh he began to sweat blood mm -hmm. right and so we see that in this moment where jesus is becomes very distressed and very troubled jesus felt the weight of jesus knew the weight of everything that was happening he knew the season he knew the time he knew what the moment called but his disciples response in his presence was to sleep Right. And then he comes back to him. He comes back and says, you don't know what's about to happen. You know, keep uh, he he warns them. He says, um, could you not? Uh, he says that his first commandment to them is stay here and keep watch. He didn't ask them to do nothing else. He said, stay here. Keep watch. That's true. He said, I am. He says in verse 34, um, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death remain here and keep watch now we were just looking in psalm uh 25 where david lifts up his soul to the lord now what is what point do we have to get to where we lift up the content of our soul before the lord yeah. you have to be in a state of deep grief to be able to say father the very essence of me i give to you because i on my own strength cannot do this and so the lord is going uh jesus says i'm grieved to the point of death um so remain here and keep watch now he go jesus you people we all know the story jesus goes to pray for a little bit and then he's interceding you know lord if it be your will let this cup pass from me and then he goes on to say nevertheless not my will but your will be done he comes back his people stay sleep right <laughs> they was just they might you know when i i i uh, there was a friend of mine that said you know the sleep is good when it's seasoned with salt and pepper like because <laughs> you oh just gosh. like that's when you get the, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I imagined that they were just like comfortable, laid back, like, whew, 
you know, but the Lord, like he warned, he has a conversation with them several times over saying, keep watching and keep praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And then it goes on to say, again, he went away. Um, he went away to go pray again and came back and did the same thing. They did the same thing. So we see that this happens about three times um, when they're encountering. Um, but we see, interestingly enough, the posture of when it, of, uh, when it comes to, the, to Jesus versus the disciples, right? Jesus goes in, in the presence of the weightiness of the situation, fully understanding the hour, fully understanding the context, fully understanding the way. And his posture is, Father, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done right? Father, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. His disciples who were also with him, who misunderstood the time that they were in, who misunder who did not understand the significance of the hour that they were in, were asleep. Now it says that their eyes were heavy and they began to fall asleep. Now the way that that translate is that they, the, there was an oppression that way, that word heavy that is used there is also translates to oppression. So the oppression of the time caused them to fall asleep, mm. right? And so we see that in that there's, they're both in the same time would have two different responses. And so we see in the body, we have, we are all in very, the time is the time. There's no denying what, to, what uh, the, the significance of the hour. However, we have two distinct responses that we can have. We can either take the posture of Jesus or take the posture of the disciples. Yeah. I mean, the posture that like the disciples were taking, like kind of heading on that. I mean, they were, they were, they were kind of thinking carnally. I mean, like that yeah. was, that was their mindset and their car carnality led to dullness. I mean, they, they got instructions from the Lord, like literally God, they got instructions <laughs> from God and they, they fell asleep. And I would, and oftentimes when we begin to grow dull and we allow the spirit of heaviness just to overtake us and we just allow the oppression just to mess us up, what begins to happen is we're not as sharp as we used Come to on. be. And when you're dull, you make bad decisions. You make bad decisions for yourself and you make pre-deceived bad judgments about other people or about even commands that God gives you. When you're just really tired, when you allow that to take over, it doesn't matter if you get a word from the Lord because it's just like, it's like, oh, I'm just tired. Yeah. And then like you could hear, you could have like the craziest experience with God. But when you're so, when, if, when you like keep on allowing that oppression to stay in, when you keep on receiving it, then I mean, it, yeah, that, that it's, that's the result. Yeah. And I love what Jesus did. Like he poured out his soul. Yeah. And if we don't pour out our soul, we're not going to get any results. It's, Come on. Again, it all goes back Come to the on. posture. I mean, exactly. even like if uh, David, it said, I lift up my soul. He didn't say I lift up my, um, like he could have said, oh, I lift up my hands too. But I mean, like. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe it represents the soul. I don't know. But I mean, he said soul for a reason. I mean, yeah. and your soul means mind, will, and emotions. Like yeah. I'm like everything that's in my thoughts, exactly. everything that's in my mind, everything that's, and usually when we got to lift up our emotions because oftentimes they're, they're not where they, they need to be. Mm -hmm. And our thoughts aren't always what God wants us to think exactly. our emotions. I mean, if you look at the news, I mean, that will, that will provoke you. That will arouse you. Mm -hmm. um, you. You hear gossip, you hear um, one side of a story and that, that will, 
that will mess up your emotions and, or if you're told a lie and that may mess up your mind. And that's why uh, David said to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Oh my God. And you, I trust. So I don't trust in my mind. I don't trust in my intellect. I don't trust in my emotions. I'm I'm not going to trust my, my heart because it it can be deceptive. Like I is. And I mean, when Holy spirit comes and changes our heart, then we can, it's easier to hear. But I mean, we need, we, we need to constantly line up. Our soul should be lining up with the, with the word of God. Come on. And that's why that did it, it, it's that's why it's important for it to be uh, completely poured out, like you were mm-hmm. talking about. One of the things I I love. One of the things it's necessary to say is that feelings are not fact. Mm-hmm. Feelings are transient. They come and move with mm-hmm. every whim and wave of the day. So again, feelings are not fact. I, it can be yes, feel certain when your when your spirit when your emotion is grounded in the word. It can be used as a barometer in discernment. Mm-hmm. Yes, but feelings are not facts. I can feel some type of way about something be, or someone because of something that they did. Right? It's contingent on the environment and it's contingent on the circumstance. However. When our by when are the words that those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God, there's a spirit leading that has to happen for direction to be followed. Right. And that you rely on the fact of the word because the word is coming from God, not how we feel. Um, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll say I'll leave it at that. We have there's a, a, a necessity to submit our will, our into, yes, our intellect. Mm-hmm. That's why Proverbs tells us do not be wise in your own conceit yeah. it, like that. There's a reason why all of this is outlined for us to be submitted um, to God. But even in that we going back to um, the garden for a little bit, we see that it was the oppression of the time that mm-hmm. like couldn't they they it, their eyes became heavy. Right. And so even if you make the spiritual connotation there, um, the oppression of the time has caused us to what become he- our eyes to become heavy and to fall asleep. So what we do is that we neglect our duty, right? We neglect our duty. And because we are not in our position, we're not in the, not only are we not, we are mis- not we're mis- we're mispositioned and not fulfilling what we're supposed to do. And so we see that how heaviness can affect that. Right. But I, what I love here is that there's a counter that's given biblically to counter not only the spirit of heaviness. Yes, it is joy. Yes, most certainly is. But there's interest. Interestingly enough, if we turn to Joshua chapter one, um, specifically from verses six to nine, I'm going to read it. It says, uh, Actually, I'm going to start from verse five. It says, and I'm reading from the Nas. Uh, it says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Verse six goes on to say, be strong and courageous for you shall give this pe- this people possession of the land, which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you do not turn to do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success in what wherever you go this book of the law shall not depart from you from your mouth you shall meditate on it day and night so that you uh, may be careful to do according to all that is written in it for uh for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have success. And then verse nine, it says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wheresoever you go. Right. One of the things I love about this, 
is that first of all, it says three times in three different, in three verses, be strong and be courageous, be strong, be courageous, be strong, be courageous. It, when the Lord was telling Joshua this, he knew full well what's finna happen. They knew there was going to be war at every turn. Um, and he mm. knew that there was going to be advancements for Joshua to have at every turn. Right. And we see Joshua, who's also a type of Christ in, in, in this scripture, uh, we see that there, the, the, the Lord tells him, do not be, do not, do not tremble or be dismayed. It does. There's no point where the Lord says there's not going to be struggle. You don't get dismayed because things are working for you. Right. You don't get, uh, you don't get tremble. You don't tremble because you're, I mean, if you cold, you tremble, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't tremble for no reason, usually there's something that makes you afraid that causes the reaction of trembling or shuddering, right? It does not, there, there is not, it says, do not tremble or do not be dismayed. It doesn't mean that there's not disappointments that's going to happen. That's going to allow you to make a decision to change your posture. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be strong. Uh, uh, there's not going to be stuff that comes up against you, uh, to come up and, and try to discourage you from walking in what, in the line of the Lord, in the way of the Lord. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be circumstances that are going to try to get you to sway from the left to the right and i love what the lord does here is that he talks is he says be strong and be courageous and he tells us how to do that he says he outlines two different times in verses six uh in verses seven he says uh and do be careful to do according to the law which moses my servant commanded you do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go right this verse eight it says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but shall you shall meditate on it day and night so you're seeing here that there's obedience First and foremost, you're going to, you're supposed to do what the, what the word says. There is the meditating on the word. And then there is a speaking of the word. What I love here is that his capacity, Joshua's capacity to be strong is not contingent on his own strength. It is significantly, it is only possible by standing on the word. It says, then shall you be successful. Then shall you be successful. Only be strong and be courageous. Now, what does that, it, again, to go back, it does not mean that there's not going to be circumstances that force that will make you try to feel afraid or try to make you muted or try to gain ground on you or try to dissuade you from the way of the Lord. However, you stay rooted and grounded in the principles and the e and the edicts of the Lord. When you stay in the word, when you read the word, not just read the word, but when you obey the word, you meditate on the word and you release the word. Why? Because the releasing of the time of the word in its time, in its season creates the reality that had the Lord has created for you. How do I know this? In the beginning, the Lord said, let there be be and there was and so we see and Isaiah tells us that my word goes uh goes it goes from me and it shall go um go on to do what it's accomplish what I what it is that I say it's going to do right and so we see here that the capacity to stay in the word is going to help you be strong and be courageous it is not contingent on our own might it is not contingent on our capacity to be valiant Joshua within his own right was pretty courageous dude i mean like if you fight if you're in if you're <laughs> he went up yeah. in uh what was it the land of the philistines with and he so, was like yo look at these grapes these grapes it. are huge you know yeah. um and so we see that there's he he in and of his own right was kind of a courageous dude however the longevity that's needed for you to be strong and courageous is only found in the word yeah. no, right that, that, that's that's so key and that's why like even like I keep on going back to Psalms 25. I'm going to keep on going back in there all, all over and all over. Like after, like when, when, uh, 
after verse three, when it says, indeed, none of those who wait for you will be ashamed. Those who deal treacherously without cause will be ashamed. It, it goes on verse four and it says, make me know your ways. O Lord. Teach me your past. Lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation for you. I wait all the day mm -hmm. and I'm going to like skip a little further, but at the end of Psalms 25, it says, guard my soul and deliver me. Do not let me be ashamed for I take refuge in you. And then verse 21 is so key. It says, let integrity, which means wholeness, as you said earlier, yeah. let wholeness and uprightness, which means incorruptibility, preserve me for I wait for you. So like when we wait for God, like we can actually live lives that are, are worthy we can live, we can live blameless lives and it sounds crazy maybe. However, but when you have Jesus Christ in your heart and you allow Holy, you, you just allow the Holy spirit to overflow in your life every single day, when you wake up, when you submit your, when you posture your soul before the Lord, you posture your heart before the Lord, when, when you just give your life to the Lord and you say, you can have everything. When you can honestly say to yourself every single day that, yeah, I lifted up my soul to the Lord. I, I laid it all at his feet. I, I, I laid out everything. When, when we get to that posture, then every single decision, and we, we can ask God, this is a prayer that David prayed. Why David's like these prayers in the Bible aren't vain. Hey, come on. This is a vain prayer where it says, make me know your ways, O Lord. The, teach me your past. Lead me in your truth and teach me. This isn't some vague, like, oh, God bless me. No, this is David got like very like nitty gritty. He said, make me know your ways. Make me force me. Like think of the word make, like, like keep on, like teach me, like, For like real. repeat he it. Desi he desired it. Exactly. He desired mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. so it. You got to desire it. Come on. Yeah. That's, oh. that's the caveat. <laughs> that, for same. real and even and in, in when we're looking at the word as as the one that keeps you grounded as you're as the lord is making his ways known to you uh through the beauty of his word this is what sharpens this is what sharpens what i love is that what hebrews uh 4 12 says the word is alive and active and sharper than any double-edged sword dividing the soul spirit joints and marrow right and so we find that if you look at the the analogy that i used earlier was that you're being you're you're in the hand of a master craftsman right the, it was the lord that fashioned us it was the lord who made us it was the lord who created us right and so we're looking at the chief cornerstone, right? We're looking at the word of the Lord, who is the chief cornerstone that was rejected, right? Um, what happens is you are literally, the knife is being shipped, uh, being uh, 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 sharpened on the word. The, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the knife, you um, are being sharpened on the word. And so what happens is that the knife doesn't lose its capacity to be a knife because it's dull right? Mm -hmm. No, but the word is necessary for us to sharpen, uh, for not only for us to be sharpened, but for us to be effective in cutting away. And so right now we're talking about cutting away the spirit of heaviness. This is why we have to be sharp. This is how you get through it. You have to be sharpened in the word. It is necessary. It is the, it is the Lord that allows the right pressure. He is the master craftsman, right? And so what happens is we have an ability to be sharpened, not only by the word, but we allow ourselves the vulnerability to be in his hand. Some of us have a problem with this vulnerability because it requires us to, to get out of ourselves, 
right? And so what happens is instead of being having the opportunity to be sharpened against the word, God, whatever separates me from you, uh, uh, make it right. Father, not my will, but yours be done. And being sharpened on the word, what happens is some of us don't want to be held in the first place. And so we would rather be consistent with our own dullness because we'd rather be put to the side. But the moment we say, Father, hey, God, I give you, I'm pouring out my soul to you. This is an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to come, for the Lord to come mm -hmm. in and begin to apply the right pressure at the right curvature, at the right speed, at the right force, and you becoming sharpened. And then what does that make you do? It makes you be effective um, because you're not you're not hacking away where you would take hacking and you're you in your own strength would try to hack something away to try to make it work. The Lord says, okay, butter mm -hmm. slice. Dad has a, 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 some knives that are just some, uh, beautiful knives that like, it's so sharp. He did the, he did the paper, like the paper cut. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, and, and so that's what it is. That's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be effective, but there's a vulnerability associated with not only pouring your soul out to the Lord, but saying, God, I need to be held by you. Right. And trust being held. What I love is that in song of Solomon chapter two, um, what it does it when he's talking to the Shulam, when the Shulamite woman is talking about her encounters with the Lord, she says his left hand is about my head and his right hand is about my waist. That means that she was being held securely. There's, of, there is a level of safety in knowing that you are held by the Lord, by the creator of the entire universe, and that all, even though it is uncomfortable, and let me, let me just say, not, uh, this is a word, this is a word to exhort you, in, uh, to encourage you, right? But this does not mean that it's going to be comfortable, and it's going to be like, it's not going to be warm and fuzzy. This is like, nah, you need to do this work. Do this work for it to pay off. But also surrender. There's a necessity for the body, for the body to be in complete surrender to the Lord, where we say, God, I trust that you've got me. God, I trust that you've got me. I cannot see all of it, but I trust that you've got me. And then I love that the Shulamite woman is talking about what it means to be held and to be protected and that there's safety in that because she's being cradled by the one that she loves. When you recognize that you were expertly created, expertly crafted, there was no mistake made when God created you. When you recognize whose you are, and that you are, there is no one uniquely like you. That you are, a, you are a thumbprint of the Father. When you recognize that, it becomes easy to say, okay, I trust the one who created me because you made me intimately. Psalm 139 does a really beautiful job of explaining just how significant, the, how just how beautifully the Lord created you and how there's nothing that will separate you from him. So we, what we all we have to do is submit to the vulnerability of being held by God, being cradled by God, and submit to being sharpened by his word because that makes us effective. That makes us not only create Created in his image but wielded by him and my goodness what a beautiful place to be when you are expertly wielded by the craftsman himself how, how beautifully effective are we when we are when we are held by the craftsman himself it is a beautiful and excellent place to be but it requires the vulnerability of wanting to be held some of us are in in a place we see that even jesus demonstrated this he says that he brought peter james and john and then he became to become incredibly distressed jesus was vulnerable you can be too <laughs> no, that, uh, you know that first of all, that was vulnerability. I mean that, but 
the good news, like this is the good news. I mean, like it requires a lot to be vulnerable. I mean, it, it, it costs laying down the pride. It costs all of that. Come on. Uh, but I mean, even again, Psalms, Psalms 25. I keep on <laughs> I keep on going back to this. This is like my, this is the spot. I'm telling all the paths of the Lord are mm-hmm. loving kindness and truth to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. Um, I, I love that. I mean, like while you're saying all that about vulnerability, I mean, there's such good news because even when a lot of times we don't want to like give everything to God because there, there's a fear attached to the, what if, what if I do yep. this? What if I do that? What yep. if I do this? What if I do that? However, we need to stand on the word of God and the word of God says all the paths of the Lord are loving kindness and truth. Exactly. So, to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. So basically, oftentimes there's like that uh, passage in the Bible where the Lord told the rich young ruler to give up everything and follow him. Now, the Lord could ask someone else to do the same thing. Other times he'll tell us to store things differently yep. or he'll tell us like, hey, um, maybe you have to get rid of that console, like whatever. Like the Lord speaks to us in different ways. He'll convict us and differently um the bible says is that it's sin uh what what sin ultimately is when the lord tells you to do something you don't do it i mean yeah we have the 10 like we have the commands and and like the written word but then the lord will speak to us and he'll he'll, he'll convict us and say hey i need you to do this i need you you to do that and we have to make the decision to follow and kind of going back to the sharpness and dullness I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this who maybe you were sharp at once. Come on. However, I mean, after a while, like, I mean, like you want to keep on sharpening that knife or else, I mean, you could have the sharpest knife in the world, but I mean, after so many cuts and slices and, and if you don't keep on like, I didn't sharpen yeah. iron, keep on building it up, building up, like, I guess, putting tension on it and constantly growing, it's going to become dull. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we're supposed to grow yeah. from we're supposed to go from glory to glory, right? Uh, deliverance to deliverance. There's no at the one of the things I love I heard uh, last week is the moment we stop learning, we become irrelevant. And mm. so there is a place where we need to be, where we're consistently learning uh, from the Lord and learning and and not just learning to with the intent to say. I am puffed to be puffed up in your own knowledge. No, it has to be coupled with understanding and application. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a moment, we have this moment where we we have an opportunity to really and truly learn the Lord. There's so many facets of del- and dimensions of the Lord. The elders, they, they just say, holy, holy, holy. They literally just say, holy, holy, holy. Now you mean there is such a place where we can get to where we we will never we get to know god more when we leave this on when we leave earth right and so there's nothing that you can learn that's too much in the in this specific time of in in this specific time the lord has already god is infinite and so your way your way of understanding him will be infinite so there's no you don't you we've not achieved it all we've not you know what is it what is that uh my mom says, you've not arrived. And I'm going to say what my mama says. You've not arrived. There is a necessity to be stu- not only students of the word, but good stewards of the word. Knowledge puffs up. You can read the, you can read, uh, uh, the, the word to be a theologian right and have nothing to show for it. But a life, a life honorable to the Lord is one laid down to him. And so that's the place that we need to be. And he wants to bring us out of this place of consistent heaviness. Um, 
2020 to 2021 has just been yo i'm gonna be so real with y'all i'm i'm over it like it did and that and that's the god honest truth like i i <laughs> i saw a post that was like oh i'm gonna ask my mama to, to see if that offer to slap me into next year is still on the table at a certain point i felt like that but you know the lord is the lord is kind and the lord i kid obviously um the lord is kind and the lord is favorable um and he's very 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 kind but we we need to find we need the reality is there's a lot that we've not yet processed. Some of this has to do with the traumas that y'all have gone through the last year too. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a lot of areas where people have experienced loss, where they've experienced grief, where they've experienced uh, frustration, increasing anxiety, increasing isolation. Um, it has been a tumultuous year. However, it does not dictate our posture. The Lord tells us to be strong and to be courageous, but that strength and courage is solely found in him. And so when you get to the place where you're like, God, I'm so depleted, the command is also to rest. There's mm -hmm. wisdom in resting as well. Um, we rest in the presence. I, Uncle Uncle Todd says it best. He's like he talks about rest and revelation um, all the time, and it's absolutely beautiful. There is a command for rest in there. So if there's a physical part of this where it's like, okay, you, we got to take care of ourselves. That's the natural. That's the truth of it. Um, but the spiritual part of it is that for this dullness that is trying to overtake the body, the sharpening is required. And so this message is designed to be encouraging to you all, but it's not supposed to feel comfortable. It's this word is supposed to bring conviction because that's what the word of the Lord does. It rightly divides. And so now that you've now heard this word, you are now accountable to it. And so uh, do what y'all have to do. And if you don't know, ask. There's there's literally nothing wrong with asking. I ask a million and mm -hmm. one questions. But yeah. I, I I just I, I keep on like looking at this. <laughs> I, I'm listening. I'm listening to everything you're saying. It, it's so good. And I mean. This is a message to encourage you. And further, I mean, if you don't know where to start, this is an awesome place to mm -hmm. start. It, verse 16 in Psalms 25, it says, turn to me and be gracious to me for I am lonely and afflicted. I mean, another word for, I mean, loneliness is a heaviness mm -hmm. and afflictedness is, is a, a type of heaviness. Um, the troubles of my heart are enlarged. I mean, that that's heavy. That, I mean, yeah. that, that's a definition yeah, exactly. of heavy. I mean, enlarged, I mean, usually things that are large, unless if it's like a, a ball of paper, I mean, I mean, usually most things that are large are heavy. heavy yeah. And uh, I mean, this is obviously talking about a heavy heart. Uh, bring me out of my distress. Look upon my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins and look upon my enemies for they are many. And kind of going back to the enemies, I mean, that's the enemy of just like oh, the, the, the spirit of heaviness, all these like these spirits that are not from God, which invade our lives that come in through traumas that we experienced and they begin to build strongholds in our lives to where we can't get rid of them. It, it doesn't feel like, but God offers hope. I mean, G Jesus Christ. I mean, he like, he, he came from the father to earth and we going to the garden. He went to the garden where he began to shed blood. He began to sweat the blood. And then later on, he, he, he laid his life down on the cross and died and yeah. he, he did that all for us. So we could be set free. Yep. He overcame death, sin. He, he got the keys. He got the victory yep. and he wants us to walk out in that victory with him. And it comes by like 
it comes by just submitting ourselves to him saying, Lord, I, I need you. I can't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own strength. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I, I've, I cannot do this. I need God, Jesus. I need you. Yeah. If that's all the words you can muster out of your mouth, exactly. God knows God weighs the motives of your heart, he, we, You're about yeah. to say, <laughs> but he does. And I mean, a lot of times, like we can judge people by our outside character. And this is where a lot of believers in, in the church have become dull. We look at someone's outward appearance. Come we on. see what they're struggling with. We see what's going on, but God sees the motives of people's hearts. Like you can be struggling with all sorts of addictions However, if like God looks at the heart, God sees what's really going on with mm -hmm. that individual and, and your heart may feel like it's larger than anyone's out. Anyone else's, you may feel heavy. You may feel that you're the most misdirected person at this moment, but God says, come to me as you are cast your cares upon me because the righteous will never be will never be shaken and those who are righteous are those who lift up their souls to the lord those who say i god i cannot do this on my own i want to rely on you i want to trust in you and the, the people who are willing to humble themselves and say make me know your ways oh Come lord on. teach me your paths help me god help me god help me god there's a soberness in vulnerability with the lord Right. There's no hiding. And, and to just echo, you said weigh the motives of the heart. Right. And so we add the caveat naturally of, you know, saying God knows my heart and then using that as permission right. to do right. whatever. No, right. we're not condoning that. That's I'm talking not, about the real motives. Exactly. <laughs> the real motives of the heart. And so what happens is if a person is dull in the spirit, they'll incorrectly weigh uh, a person. Um, and where we're supposed to use uh, discerning of spirits, the gift of discerning of spirits to mm -hmm. to rightly discern what is happening uh, for a person. A person can be me struggling with something and really saying, God, I, I am sick and tired of this. But every time this happens, I, I, I fail. I, I do not make I do not meet the mark in this area. This consistently happens to me. I am tired of it. There is a difference between that and then saying, you know, God knows my heart. I'm going to go turn up, you know, exactly. um, on. <laughs> <laughs> club going up on a Tuesday. Um, <laughs> but we, we, there's a soberness in the realness of the motive of the heart. You can say, you can sit here, listen to this and be like, okay, God, I know that I've been getting a little dull. I'm going to just get, get back on track because, you know, Fran and Josh were talking about it on a Tuesday night and I just happened to catch a clip and like, okay, let me go read this word now. No, it doesn't work like that. There's a realness of saying, God, if this is, this is what you look like, God, this is what you look like. This is what you sound like. I want to look like you. I want to sound like you. I want to talk like you. I want to operate like you. If you did it i want to do it and this is accessible because the word is right here however if we get to a place where we're like oh we get so again we get either really we get dull and we don't know the movings of the spirit we get we weigh we incorrectly weigh people mm -hmm. and we have to make sure that we are as we're, as we're looking at our brother and sister if as our brother at our brother and sisters in christ that we have the responsibility to pray one for another mm -hmm. That's what we have a responsibility to do. So before you write your brother and sister off, who's been struggling with something, first of all, take, take the log out, take the log out your own eye mm -hmm. before you focus on the might that's in theirs. Yeah. Right. And then pray for one for another. We, this walk is not, is not designed to be done alone. 
No. Right? It's done in partnership first and foremost with Holy Spirit. First and foremost. But we're also supposed to do this. We're supposed to pray one for another. I, I, I think I'm done with that. I just want to read the first three verses again of Psalms 25. And then I, I really, I'm, I'm, I think that's all for me. But um, the, the Psalms 25 is about deliverance yeah. and it's about being set free. And again, I'm going to, I love repeating things over and over because I need it. I, I need at least three to five times to hear something. <laughs> if I hear something the first time, I'm like, woo. Ew. But it, it, it says to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul, my mind, will, and emotions. Yeah. Oh my God. And you, I trust. I rely not on my own understanding. That that That's what it means to trust. It says, yeah. all right, you're the boss. You know more about this than I do. Come on. And oftentimes like we, we get off track because we think we know more than the other individual who we're supposed to be trusting. Anyways, uh, do not let me be ashamed. Mm -hmm. Another word for, I know I said ashamed means dry, but it, shame delays you. Mm. It delays you. I, I I read it in there. I didn't think of that. Oh. It, it was in the Hebrew. It was it, it was it was in the Strong's. It was it, but but no shame will delay you from like where because usually when you're shameful, it's like you don't step out immediately. You don't do what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You can't you you can't run around or you can't. You, there's no freedom in shame because you hide, mm -hmm. and so don't let me be ashamed. It's not God's will for us to be ashamed and to be delayed on what he has for us. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Like the, the spirit of depression, this the spirit, whether of suicide, just like the, like the suicide of mm -hmm. like, like financially committing suicide or mm -hmm. physically or mentally, emotionally or spiritually. Like that's not God's desire for your life. And David's praying prayers that are lining up with God. So obviously this is God's will. Um, Indeed, none of the, none of those who wait for the Lord will be ashamed. None of those who wait upon the Lord will, when, when we, when we put our hope in God, none of those will be put to shame. No one, not a single person. And God, it says that those who deal treacherously without cause will be ashamed. Those who have been attacking us, the, the, the weapons that were formed against us will not prosper Amen. because the, the, the weapon that we're going to be given is going to, is going to be like, he who lives in us is greater Amen. than the world. So, I mean, Amen. these weapons, and, and so sometimes in, in aspects like the weapons that are formed against us, they'll just dissolve. But oftentimes like the weapons formed against us, they're actually coming and try to strike us. But that's why we got the armor of God. That's why we have the sword of the spirit. And when we're constantly sharpening our 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 sword, when we're constantly sharpening, like allowing God to sharpen us mm -hmm. continually. I mean, imagine someone tries to come at us with a stick and, <laughs> and we over there with the sharpest, sharpest <laughs> knife. And we just go, boop, boop, and it just goes, shoo. Like, just like... <laughs> I, the I, bamboo yeah just exactly, exactly. That, i mean that's that's how i'm I mean, and i'm not trying to like like downplay like yeah. the enemy but when we um when it says like no weapon formed against you shall prosper i mean when we um allow ourselves to be sharpened by god it doesn't matter what comes against us yep. because someone said this to me they were going under a lot of spiritual attack today or the past week 
And but their discernment was ten out of ten, and no matter what came at them, they were hitting those three point shots every single time. <laughs> they had someone, they had someone guarding them. You know how it is when I'm a terrible, like, I'm horrible at guarding people. And so I mean, imagine like me, like trying to like guard someone who's like who's a professional basketball player. So I'm coming against them. I'm trying to block their shot. I'm trying to make them not prosper. But they just so on point. They so on fire that it don't matter. They just they every hit that crossover time, like, step it, back. It don't. They could. They could go like this backwards <laughs> and just throw the ball and go in the net. Like I want, the, I want that skill. <laughs> but uh, no, but I mean, that's what happens. So, I mean, when we, um, when we abide, when we dwell in, in the secret place with God and then we're under the shadow of the almighty, yeah. um, when the weapons formed against us, when they try to come, mm-hmm. Rory sharpened come into on. anything. Like when people try to block us, from where we're supposed to be going, it's like nah. Like God's opening doors that no man can close, and He's closing doors that no man can open. Facts. And there's a rest and assurance in that, and we don't have to live our. And and another thing, I'll I'll conclude with this. I mean, I would say the biggest thing with the spirit of heaviness is the worry about what's going to happen, yeah. which is associated with fear, doubt, and unbelief. But yeah. the worry, it's like, oh my gosh, like what if I do this? Yeah. What if I do that? The the Bible says, I love this passage, yeah. Matthew chapter six. It says, seek thee first after the kingdom of God and the righteousness, King James Version, <laughs> <laughs> and, and all, all these things will be added unto you on, as well. And yeah. and don't worry about tomorrow, but to, let tomorrow worry about, about itself. itself. Because yeah. we don't, it doesn't add anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't add anything to us. And if God cares about the sparrow, if God cares about the grass, if God cares about all these things that, that are much lower than us, how much more does he care about us? Exactly. And God loves you. He loves you so deeply. He loves you so much. And his is pass the pass of the Lord are loving kindness and truth to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. Exactly. So we encourage you be bold and courageous. Exactly. Like take this word and take it for what it is. Take it for, this is the truth. And God's never going to let, he's not like, you're going to go through hard times. We all do, yep. but he's not going to let you down. Amen. And that's the difference. And that, and that's, I love what you said about all the paths of the Lord are loving kindness. It also means that all the paths of the Lord are merciful. Right. Um, with that, it's not the same for everybody. So, but allow before we before we finish, let's address stop comparing yourself. You do not compare your walk to somebody else's walk because so and so has achieved this or this person or everybody has their own lanes. So worry about your lane. Mm-hmm. Worry about your lane because yeah. this walk, no two people's walks are designed to be the same. Your impact is your impact that you're supposed to have. Your call is your call. Your people are your people. The people groups that you are called to are your people groups. Right. You are not to form and fashion after anybody else. You are formed in the image and likeness of the Lord. And so we're going to go back to that Genesis uh, chapter 1 where he'd work Genesis, uh, uh, one, three, one to three, what y'all look it up. Um, where he talks about the Lord said, uh, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. We were specifically created to look like him, act like him, sound like him. So while, you know, you can ascribe, you can desire to see the things that happen in other people's lives happen in your life, you know, not in a coveting way, but desire to see the word of the Lord be manifest like it is, is showing up in somebody else's. Know this, do not compare your walk to anybody else's. You will be stifled and suffocated by the spirit of competition or the spirit of comparison by trying to be what, who, who you are not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The Lord has uniquely fashioned and made you you 100% you he didn't make a mistake he didn't drop the ball with you you are not 
supposed to be a copycat of anybody else but him. So I, my, our encouragement for you is to continue to be sharpened in the word, continue to press into him, continue to pour your soul out before him. And he will give you the, he will release the oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness. Yes, that is biblical. Um, but there's also the fact of we, uh, of being strengthened and keeping yourself committed to being sharpened by the word. The sharpening is not fun, but it is necessary. And so we encourage you to consistently keep yourself before the throne of grace and consistently mirror yourself after the word and let the word transform you. I promise you mm -hmm. two years from now, you're not going to, if you keep in the word and meditate on it, obey it and let the word consistently be what comes out of your mouth day in and day out. You will not be the same person two years from now that you are today. And I, pr I promise like none of us have arrived yet. None of us mm -hmm. have arrived yet. And so continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to be fashioned, shaped and molded after the one who, who has made us, you know, we, we are created with not only purpose, but we are created to look like him. He wanted a family. So it looks good. It, it is such a beautiful thing to be in the master's hand, to be put into place, to do exactly what it is, what you're created to do. There's nobody like you. The Lord loves you so much more than you can possibly mm. imagine. So we encourage you to be, yes, to be strong and to be courageous in the word because he is, he, he didn't make a mistake with you. Yeah. Yeah. I had something else, but it's, it's gone. It just, <laughs> no, this it's good. Just, just allow God to transform you yeah. one day at a time. I mean, I know again, the, the whole, worry thing i mean you don't have to worry Th yeah there's there's no there's no need to worry because all god's you just have to believe and receive that god's promises are yes and amen that amen. like this what we're saying like if you can receive that god's past are true then therefore you can trust in him come on so yeah he goes just, before us he goes before us to uh spare uh to make the past plain um that's psalm 139 uh verses five he goes before us to make the path plain and behind us he follows uh to spare us from the pain of our past that's the trash the passion translation mm -hmm. and it is beautifully written so what that means is that if he is before and he is behind if he is your front guard and mm -hmm. if he is your rear guard you are perfectly centered in the middle so be centered in him be grounded in him be rooted in him and I promise you, it is it, it, that, no, not, not even me. His word promises that you're going to be okay. So be encouraged, beloved. Um, we love you. Do you have anything you want to add to it? We'll close out in prayer. I want to go for Got you. Um, so, Father, we just thank you and praise you for who you are father we lift you up when we magnify you we thank you lord because you we are centered in you our joy is found in you our peace is found in you our strength is found in you father we thank you for the ability to be strong and be courageous because we are because we are grounded in your word we decree and declare that no weapon formed against us will prosper and no hand that is rise up risen up against us shall every hand that is risen up against us shall be condemned father we lift up the body before you right now in the strong and sovereign name of Jesus father that you would minister to the hearts of your people and cause the heaviness to fall from the lids of the eyes father God that we would burn for you father God it was your disciples that said father did we not burn uh for the Lord so we pray even now Lord 
she would cause a reinvigoration, a, re, a reignition, Father God, a, a burning for you like never before, not to have a fake flame, Father God, but to be consumed uh, by the idea of falling more and more in love with you. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for the privilege of being able to spend time with you, Father. I pray even now, Father, for those who are struggling right now in the strong name of Jesus, that you would be their rock and shield, Father God, that you will be their shield and buckler. You are our refuge. You are our strength. You are our helper, Father God. It is you who is the comforter. It is you who is who is everything that we need. So, Father, I pray in this moment, Lord, that you would keep your people, uphold your people, strengthen your people, and cause us to come running to you, Father God, with the express desire not only to spend time with you, but to be mirrored, fashioned, and sharpened by you, Father God. Make us weapons in your, make us weapons in your hands, Lord. I pray even now, for everyone under the sound of our voice, Father God, that the transformative love of who you are would gird, would bind together, would bind up, Father God, bind up the brokenhearted and keep them and, Father God, transform them. I pray even now, Lord, for those who are struggling with depression right now, Father God, that you would release the oil of joy, Father, for those who are struggling right now with torment in the mind, that your peace that surpasses all understanding would rest, rule, reign, and abide in them and over them right now. I decree and declare sweet sleep over your body right now in the name of Jesus and rest father God we decree and declare even now the blessings of the Lord which makes rich and add no sorrow over to your people and we ask father God for a spirit of refreshing to overtake like never before father I pray even now for shaking of the shackles right now that would have your people depressed that would have them broken that would have them bruised that would have them weary father God I pray even now for reinvigoration like never before father God and as they begin to sing as they begin to pray and as they begin to worship like never before God that just as you broke the chains off of Paul and Silas in the jail father God so you are breaking the shackles of your people right now in the strong name of Jesus we decree and declare that no longer will you be bound by the spirit of depression by the spirit of fear right now or the spirit of anxiety right now in the strong name of Jesus we decree and declare freedom in the straw in the mind father God we even so much so declare that deliverance happens for your people in the strong name of Jesus we decree and declare order 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 in the mind right now we bind every mind-binding spirit right now in the strong name of Jesus. We break the, the, the mocking spirit right now in the strong name of Jesus that would try to mock your people for those who would say that this isn't real, that I'm not hearing from the Lord. The Lord says that you are hearing, you are hearing, you are hearing, and now you are to do, says the Lord. We decree and declare in the strong name of Jesus that the spirit of peace would rest, rule, and reign over your people right now in the strong name of Jesus. We break this hand of suicide, we break the hand of suicide right now in the strong name of Jesus that would try to cause not only a, a, a physical death, but a premature death and aborting of futures. We speak life over the world for those who would uh, try to abort their futures because they are plagued with depression right now in the strong name of Jesus. Ah, Rabako Sole Bendiasa. This is the word of the Lord that you will be encouraged. You will be encouraged. You will be encouraged. Ah, yes, God, we pray even now. We pray even now that you would let the encouragement rest upon your people, Father God, and stir their hearts like never before. Stir their hearts. Gird their hearts. And as they gird their loins and keep the race and keep running the race, Father God, that they will, that they will consistently ward, that they will consistently win, Father God. We decree and declare for where people have been taking losses is father god that you will show that you will show them what winning looks like father god and we pray that they would submit themselves to you so that they can begin to win we thank you lord we bless you we honor you and we give you thanks in jesus name amen we love